This is Debbie, and welcome to another brand new episode of The Offbeat Life, where I speak to inspiring individuals who ditched the norm to live their best life and become location independent. This week, I'm so honored to be sponsored by Johnson & Johnson and share another incredible story. Today, I'm speaking with Peter Fazzolo, who is the Chief of Human Resources. As a chief of HR, Peter is responsible for the well-being of the J&J employees and shares the incredible steps they have taken in order to invest in their employees in terms of their career, health, and wellness. Not only does J&J provide work and life balance within their company, but also encourages their employees to support and give back to the community. J&J has been a proud partner of Save the Children for over 20 years, and both organizations share the belief that no child anywhere in the world should die from preventable diseases. They have teamed up this year to produce a new social platform called Wisdom by Kids, a platform that allows parents to share their children's words on the Wisdom by Kids app as well as social media. J&J will donate $1 for every wisdom shared and up to a million dollars to save the children. Listen on to find out how Johnson & Johnson promotes individualism and gives back to the community. Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this very special interview with Peter. Hey Peter, can you fill in the gaps of your story and why you live an offbeat life? Well, Debbie, thanks for uh, having me. It's my great honor to uh talk uh, about uh, Johnson & Johnson and the work that we do back here and uh, and the innovation agenda we have for patients and customers and consumers around the globe. I would say that Johnson & Johnson has a very, very important and unique uh, role in the world of, uh, of health and uh, for solving big, big issues on the global, the global health stage. It all starts with, uh, with our credo and uh, the purpose behind this, uh, behind this great company. And we feel, all 140,000 of our employees around the globe, we feel that we have a very, very important responsibility uh, to the moms, the dads, the families, the nurses, the mothers, the fathers, and all healthcare providers uh, in the products and services that we provide uh, every day across our broad spectrum of businesses. But as importantly, we invest behind our employees in, uh, in health and wellness, diversity and inclusion, and we give back to our communities that we, we have the privilege to serve all around the world. And we feel that if you do these things well, the shareholders get a fair return. We think that's unique. We think that has a special place uh, in the world, and we have big things to do. Uh, and we have 140,000 of our employees running to work every day to make a difference. And I think that's very, very important. And we feel very proud of the work that we do. So a few weeks ago, I, along with a few other people, had gone to the J&J Labs. And then we also met a lot of the people that you employ. And one of the things that really stood out to me and to the others who were there as well was how everyone just loved working for Johnson & Johnson. Now, you are the chief of human resources. Now, Peter, why is that so meaningful, your job? I think I have the best job in the company, Debbie, to be very honest with you. I have the real privilege and honor to support our 140,000 employees and leaders and associates and quite honestly, and their families and those that are important in, in their lives. 
Johnson & Johnson has a proud history of investing behind their employees. It's the second paragraph of our credo, where it's our responsibility to invest behind uh, our employees in terms of their careers, their health, their wellness, and making sure that they work in environments that are diverse and inclusive, uh, where they can bring their best selves uh, to work. And uh, we're in the innovation game. We're in the innovation uh, uh, business. And in order for us to produce and discover life-enhancing drugs and, and devices and scientifically-based consumer products, we need people to bring their entire potential every day to work. That doesn't happen overnight. You can't just have a transactional relationship uh, with your employees. You have to invest in them in the long term. Now, J&J has a very, very proud history of that. We've been in business for uh, over 135 years. Uh, we're celebrating the 75th anniversary of our credo. Uh, this happens just to be my time, our time in the history of our great company so that um, we, we uh, can contribute to our employees. We have very, very high engagement levels. We have employees who are uh, going above and beyond their job descriptions every day. Uh, we have high expectations from, uh, for them. And for that, we have to make sure that we are investing behind them. So how do we do that? We think of our investments in our employees in the broadest sense. We want them to be uh, to be healthy and well. Uh, we want them to be uh, financially healthy. We want them to be spiritually healthy. We want them to be physically healthy. We have very progressive work and life uh, work life uh, policies, where um, we have a minimum week uh, eight weeks of paid parental leave, for example, around the globe, up to 17 weeks uh, for moms in the in the U.S. We have progressive adoption policies, uh, fertility uh, policies, uh, global shipment of breast milk for nursing moms as examples. These are ways for us to say to the 21st century family, we care about you, we invest behind you, because you're doing things on the world stage, uh, we need you every single day and we need your potential. Now, Peter, you mentioned the credo, and I've read it, and it's such a great credo. There's so much there that it's not just about Johnson & Johnson, not just about their employees, but also its customers and even the nurses and doctors that they work with and your company works with. One of the things that really stood out to me was that it was emphasized that everyone must be considered as an individual. Why is this so important, and how has J&J provided individualism in the company? Well, it's a great question, Debbie, and we do want every person at Johnson & Johnson to uniquely express their backgrounds, their experiences. We can only provide innovative healthcare solutions around the world if our workforce represents the markets in which we compete on a global scale. Uh, we serve many, many different aspects of the, uh, of the healthcare arena. We have to ensure that our life-saving uh, products and services have the access uh, around the globe. And so therefore, if your workforce doesn't represent the customer base or the patient base, then you can't really compete and provide solutions. So one of the things that I think about a lot as the chief HR officer uh, in the company is making sure that people find their voice, that they have uh, authenticity in the workforce, that they have managers that they work for where they can, uh, they can really provide their opinions, their views, and be their, their complete selves. People don't check themselves at the door at Johnson & Johnson when they walk in. 
They have to make sure that who they are in terms of their experience, their background, what they have to offer can find their ways and can and they can express their views uh, in the company. It's very, very important that we have managers and leaders who create that environment, that individuals can express themselves individually. And it's our job in large part to create those environments where authentic selves can be found and expressed inside the company. You also encourage a lot of your employees or all of your employees to actually have balance in their work and life. Why do you encourage that and why do you feel this is necessary? People have a lot going on in their lives and we try to hold all of our associates accountable for delivering value and delivering outcomes to patients and customers and consumers. How one does that is going to be unique to their circumstances and the environment in which they're in. So I don't know if we have any silver bullets here on what the right work-life balance answers are, other than to say, when you can be with a, or when you need to be with a family, friend, loved one, we think we can provide an environment where you can do that. I talked a moment ago about our progressive uh, work-life balance policies, that, that those are done in part to meet um, the employees where they are. So for example, when we rolled out our paid parental leave first in the US and then globally, we said to all of our associates, look, you have an eight week minimum paid parental leave around the, around the world. We're not smart enough to know how you should take that. You can take it in increments of a week, two weeks, all eight weeks, uh, every other Friday you decide how to best flex your needs based on what's going on in your life. Uh, we provide every employee two weeks of volunteerism uh, benefits so that they can give back to their communities. They find ways uh, to do that. We've enhanced our veterans benefit for our veterans in the U.S. so that uh, when they are called into active duty, that uh, when, they, uh, when they do leave, they feel safe and secure that their job will be protected while they're away, that we give them enough integration time back when they're off military leave. If they need uh, formal assistance or support, we make sure that they're not worried about uh, their pay or their benefits while they're away above and beyond what the military guarantees as a minimum. These are examples of us saying to our employees, be individual, live your lives the way you need to, to live. It's a 21st century family. Our benefits are progressive. You should utilize those based on what needs you have, be it fertility benefits or adoption benefits. Uh, or for example, if you need time off to care for an aging parent or uh, someone else in your family, we don't dictate necessarily what you should use those for, we give you the flexibility. And what we have found is it's no one thing that we do. It's a strategy of investing behind the employees so they, they can determine what policy or what benefit best serves their need at a given time in their lives. That's really incredible for J&J to do that. And not only does J&J promote individualism, but they also allow their employees to follow their passions outside of work. And you have done that too, Peter, right? I heard that you did a volunteer program in Latin America a while back. I did. It was very, um, it was a very meaningful experience for not only me personally, but for my family as well. We have a very, very strong partnership with Operation Smile, and this is a wonderful, wonderful organization 
uh, of doctors and nurses and caregivers that provide their own time on a volunteer basis to help uh, young infants with cleft palates and cleft lips uh, integrate back into, uh, into a, healthy, a healthy lifestyle. Um, what I try to do as a dad, as a partner with my wife, Lauren, is we try to give back to our community. We try to uh, carve out time as a family on mission trips. And, and uh, several years ago, we went down to Bogota, Colombia as a family and spent several days in the headquarters of Operation Smile. And uh, it was life-changing, certainly for us as a family. It reminded uh, my two sons that for those that have much, much is expected, and uh, you have to look at your life in a broader context on a world stage and give back to your communities. And that was a great reminder of who we are as individuals, how we have to support people. But, but as importantly, it was a great reminder for my two sons that um, their purpose in life has to be much larger than their own interest and, and their own mission. And this month is really special because we're celebrating Save the Children and you are a big part of that. Can you tell us more about Save the Children and their partnership with Johnson & Johnson? Happy to, Debbie. And I, I'm just a newly appointed uh, board member to Save the Children and it's a real privilege and an honor for me to be associated with this great organization. We've had a 20 plus year partnership uh, with Save the Children and Save the Children's mission and in large part Johnson & Johnson's mission uh, are very, very well aligned. Both organizations, both J&J &J and Save the Children, uh, want a world where no child dies from preventable causes and then every child has an opportunity to reach their full potential. And over our 20 years, we have provided programs and integrative partnerships from anything from making sure that the first 30 days of life for an infant are there to ensure that they get off to the right start, to making sure that uh, resources and support are available to people when natural disasters hit uh, around the globe. And uh, Save the Children uh, is an unbelievable organization. And uh, we just uh, had a great um, event, as you know, just last week at their gala event where we announced a, a, a partnership uh, with them uh, called Wisdom by Kids, and that is a social platform that for any time someone wants to take the great wisdom of children who often speak words of hope and caring and put those words on, uh, on Wisdom by Kids, this platform, and share it through their social media, that Johnson & Johnson will donate a dollar up to a million dollars to save the children so that we can make a difference in these kids' lives. I love the new platform that you have with Wisdom by Kids because it's not only fun for the parents and for the children, but it's also helping so many children around the world. So that's really exciting. That's a really great news. It's a, it's a really fun app, and uh, we're really excited to launch that with Save the Children. And, uh, and by making it fun and by, uh, again, sharing the great, the great wise words of, of, our, of our young, uh, young kids, I think we can we can really remind ourselves of the importance of compassion and caring and making a difference in other people's lives. Peter, let's fast forward to 30 years from now and you're looking back at your life. What legacy would you like to leave and what do you want to be remembered for? I don't know if it's so much a personal legacy uh, other than the legacy of Johnson & Johnson and, uh, and the important work that we have to do. 
at the end of the day, people are not going to remember with any great detail our business plans or our market shares or uh, the financials and the balance sheet and things of that nature for Johnson & Johnson. What they will remember are the individual conversations we've had. Uh, the difference that perhaps some of us uh, may have made in the career dialogue that we've had with an employee. Uh, if I can contribute in some small way to help someone um, balance their lives a little bit more effectively or get to their career goals in a, uh, a more engaging uh, manner, if I can uh, make a difference in, uh, in a patient's lives, if I can slow down my schedule a little bit to provide uh, my perspective and my time on a particular issue, that's what people will remember. They're going to remember your time. They're going to remember your caring. They will remember not essentially what you did, but how you did it. And because Johnson & Johnson is in essence a caring company, I would like to be remembered for my small part in making sure that this caring company continues on its mission to make a difference um, in, uh, in patients and customers and, uh, and, and people that we have the privilege to serve. Now, having done so much with such an incredible company, Johnson & Johnson, what has been your proudest moment so far? I think some of my proudest moments have been uh, with the great men and women that I've had the privilege of working with and serving at Johnson & Johnson. We have close to 60,000 supply chain and manufacturing frontline operators that every day are coming to work to make sure that they, they produce high quality and reliable products for our patients and our consumers. We have over 16,000 R&D scientists, chemists, biologists, uh, who are running to work every day uh, in the labs of Johnson & Johnson around the world to solve, to, to try to find a cure for cancer or to find the, the cure for Alzheimer's. Uh, we have frontline sales representatives and uh, people who are interacting with healthcare providers every day out in the field, uh, in hospitals around the world, making a difference uh, for people every single day. That's who I'm most proud of. It's our frontline employees, people in the labs, people on the manufacturing floor, people in support groups who all are focusing their efforts uh, to the end customer and patients that, again, that we have, uh, we have to serve. Uh, I'm very, very proud of the leaders that we have in our global public health arena, where they're, where they're giving access to medicines in cost-effective ways to patients who otherwise would not have access to life-saving uh, life drugs. This is who we are at Johnson & Johnson, and this is what we do every single day, and that's who I'm really, really proud of. That's a lot to be proud of, Peter, and it's amazing. Now, what are you working on today that is really exciting for you? Well, I, look, I think um, in, in the business, right, we are in three broad areas and we've got exciting work going on in oncology and a cardiovascular space and pulmonary heart disease as examples. In our medical device businesses, the 3D mapping of, our, of, the, of, our, uh, of the heart for patients with, with, uh, with AFib, we are uh, in, we're getting into uh, high-tech healthcare technology areas, for example, in areas such as surgical robotics. Uh, we are, uh, we are uh, going into spaces where healthcare technology and services around our products are making a big difference. We recognize that 
patients get better outcomes if they're ready for um, for surgery before going into surgery or have better rehab afterwards. So we're using our partnerships with technology companies to make sure that not only do we provide smart and innovative products, but we're wrapping technology around that to make sure that they are ready uh, for the um, for the rehab coming out of surgery, as I said. So healthcare technology and in areas where we can provide life-enhancing uh, drugs and treatments. We've got exciting work going on in lung cancer, for example, where not only we're making a difference in public policy with things like smoking uh, sensation, but we're also going into how do you do early diagno diagnosis of lung cancer all the way from diagnosis to treatment. And that's what's unique about Johnson & Johnson. We're not just one monolithic company, but we are broadly based in healthcare. And we think that healthcare is now about certainly providing valuable outcomes across the full spectrum of products and services. And we think we're uniquely situated to provide these integrated solutions and values to patients or value to patients rather than just one particular product in one particular area. And that's the greatest thing about Johnson & Johnson is that not only do we see its products in our shelves, but it's also doing so much around the world, like with Save the Children and also with innovations when it comes to healthcare. So I'm so excited about that and so thankful for Johnson & Johnson. Now, Peter, if our listeners want to know more, where can they find you and all of this information that you just gave us? Well, you certainly can go onto our website at J&J dot com and that's a i think a good a good place to start i would encourage those that want to learn more about johnson and johnson as well to read our um our health for humanity report which i think is a is a wonderful um a description of all the work we do uh, around the world for patients and nurses and uh, and the customers we serve but that's a good starting point, and I would encourage people to know as much about Johnson & Johnson in addition to our iconic products that they know um, from our consumer business as well. Thank you so much, Peter, for sharing your story with us and for giving us more information about the incredible work that Johnson & Johnson is doing all over the world. I really appreciate it. Great, Debbie. Thanks so much for your time and really proud of, uh, of sharing our story with you today. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this interview with Peter. Make sure to visit healthforhumanityreport.jnj.com for more information. Hey, Offbeat family. I really appreciate you listening to this episode. I would love to hear more from you and what you think of the podcast suggestions on guests, topics we can discuss, or maybe you just want to be friends. Why don't we chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life or send me a message at hello at theoffbeatlife.com. I can't wait to hear from you.